understanding. The boys are back in town. Me and Ooze were literally out of the country for a bit. Shout out to our man Ace. He got married in Colombia. We went and had a good time. Couldn't record, but now we're back. What's up for a good time? Crazy time. Lance. Lance was in Hawaii those weeks. We got jealous, so we said we had to go somewhere. We, had, we had to get our own fun time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much fun for Joe. Came back with some poison. Oh, my God. She's healing, everyone. She's healing. <laughs> That was the craziest thing I've seen. The sun is different down in Columbia. I want all the listeners <laughs> to know. And beware. All you white folks, beware. Yep. The sun is different down there. I try and tell people all the time. I'm like, guys <laughs> don't understand. <laughs> you need to put on it some block. Not lotion, block. Block. <laughs> <laughs> it's some oh. block. You guys are trying to look like some, uh, some worn Prada bags. <laughs> Not the warm Prada bags. Oh man, that's funny. To recap, everyone um, went out to Colombia for our friend's wedding, and no lie, my wife got burned in twenty minutes. The sun is different out there. It is ridiculous how fast she got burned and how bad. But she's all right now. But we're back. We have another good show. We've got week 10 review. Week 11 starts in 6. And, you know, the same old usual banter and insight we usually provide. And some news, obviously. So I hope you guys are feeling good, feeling great, rested from our trip and being away. Because we got a lot to cover. So starting with the news, Lance is taking over. For the news this week once again so take it away yeah so we got five weeks again four teams this may hurt miami dolphins got their players they're out this week they're resting it up got the buccaneers that could be a good thing or a bad thing depending on what you're looking for seahawks that's also going to hurt you people who picked up kenny walker and the jaguars which again that's a coin flip those players one week they're good one week they're putting up below average scores. So those are the four teams. No absolute duds. Every single one of these teams, you might have at least one player that you're you're flexing, if not starting. Um, and so, yeah, you're going to be looking for some analysis on who to put in, who to start, who to get off your bench, who to get off the wa uh, waiver wire. We also have some injuries. And these are not – they might be out next week injuries. These are – they might not be coming back for your fantasy season injuries. First off, Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz is hurt. He is carted off the game. They're saying that he's likely out for the rest of the season. We're going to put him on IR. Um, doesn't look good. They're going to get a second opinion, but he might be out for the rest of the season. All you people that had him in as a suitable uh, tight end, you're going to be out there looking for a replacement. Um, so listen up for some maybe starts to sits just to get yourself ready for all that. Cooper Cup, we knew he was coming into the week with a bad ankle. He's about the only thing good about that Rams office, and he is hurt. McVay said it didn't look good or sound good. He said he heard a pop. Normally, to somebody who's had a knee injury, you think, oh, did he actually break something ligament-wise in his knees, ACL, LCL, MCL, anything like that. Right now, they think it's an upper high ankle sprain. Uh, likely, it's going to be two to four weeks. So he's going to be pushing into your playoffs. So hopefully you got somebody else on your team that could take that uh, those points for you. But that's a huge, huge issue because he's still the number one uh, scoring uh, wide receiver going into this week. We got Jerry Judy. You're back of his ankle. It wasn't his Achilles. He didn't rip his Achilles, but... Players who have injuries to the back of their ankles, if it wasn't the Achilles first, it's going to be the Achilles soon. So that's something that you need to keep an eye out on. I mean, outside of the fact that he wasn't getting a lot of points in that Denver offense anyway, I'm not really sure that you were starting him on a week-to-week -week basis, but that's somebody who you may have to consider keeping on your bench uh, or keeping an eye out for replacing him 
if that injury turns into something worse. Juju is in the concussion protocol. Uh, he was knocked out pretty early in the game. Hollywood Brown is close to returning. Um, so the, the Cardinals could use him, but it's a case of who's going to be throwing him the ball. Uh, McCown came in on the game on Sunday, did pretty well. Uh, so keep an eye out on that quarterback situation in that town as well. Uh, other players to keep an eye on because they're injured. Tyler Murray, like I said. Uh, Matthew Stafford, he was injured. They were saying two to four weeks for him to start with. Um, McVay was saying it was week to week. Keep an eye out. Zeke missed the game again. Dallas didn't need him. They had Pollard. Waller. Waller, I think, is still – is he still week to week? I thought he was on injured reserve. He, I think he's on injury reserve now. They put him in injury yeah. reserve on Saturday, I, I believe. Yeah, so he's not even somebody to monitor. He's somebody you know is not coming back for a few weeks. Um, which, again, you might not even notice that because that offense wasn't exactly humming. Got beat by Jeff Saturday, baby. Got beat by Jeff Saturday. He said those Raiders looked bad, and then he was like, you know what? Give me a Give me the new next starting job. I'm going to beat him. <laughs> and Jim Irsay was like, I got the team for you. <laughs> not, for, not for nothing, though. Not for nothing. Um, I, I don't know if that was the end of the news now, but he, he brought back. I love Frank Wright. Been, you know, I think he was one of, the, one of the best coaches we've had in, in a long time. Um, had five years. It was unfortunate for him that he had a quarterback carousel, had a different quarterback every single year of his tenure. Um, but Jeff Sider came in, no coaching experience at all above high school, and he brought back vintage JT. I mean, not for nothing. Thank the Lord. You know, like 166 and a touchdown. You know, fantasy owners like me, I don't know if anyone, any of my uh, co-hosts here is good. Drafted him in any of the leagues. We share him on the roster up league. In the roster up league, and you know that first pick was you know was a waste, man. Till till yesterday, right? You know we were we're banking to having the one sixty six a touchdown or two since week one. You know against against Mm -hmm. against the Texans, and we didn't get that. You know so it's good to have him back. You know to be honest, to have him now. Gearing towards you know fantasy playoffs, I'll take it. You know some people are you know for me in my main league doesn't help because like Lance said, Judy uh, Judy is also hurt. Cooper um, um, Cooper Cup is also hurt. I had those were two of my horsemen. I didn't I, I wasn't getting play from um, uh, JT Russell Wilson. My whole team has just been demolished this year. And it's been it's been pretty sad, so yeah, I would love to have JT back. Hey, Jeff Saturdays, we play football on Saturdays. You know what I mean? The the Jeff Saturday effect, everyone. And we'll get into that with some of these uh, quarterbacks. It's, it's I mean, now uh, Jeff Sunday. It's now <laughs> Jeff. Jeff Sunday to all you. <laughs> I'll allow it. All right, let's get into these studs. We're starting off with the quarterbacks. Uh, I'll run through the list. You guys kind of tell me, you know, your thoughts and insights here. We got Justin Fields with 147 rushing. Thank, uh, hopefully, you any any of you guys picked him up for these last four games. I think I heard a stat. He's either number one or number two for these past four games after uh, Josh Allen. But I think that was last week. So now I think he's probably number one for the past four weeks. You got Mahomes, 331 passing yards, four touchdowns. Keep doing his thing. Tua, he keeps doing his thing as well. Number 10 on the year, and he's missed three games. And he had one bad game against Buffalo week three. And the Dolphins are, what was the stat I heard? They're 7-0. and when he plays a full game. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, Matt Ryan, the Jeff Saturday, or excuse me, Jeff Sunday effect, Gino, uh, Dak and Aaron Rodgers, Hannah Hill, and 
Allen. Allen would have been a little bit higher, but he had three turnovers as well. So what do you guys think about this list? Either you guys can go first. Uh, yeah, I'll take, I'll take Lee here. Like, I mean, the Justin Fields thing, I think is absolutely insane. Um, 147 rushing. He had four total touchdowns himself. It, it's been, oh, yesterday he had four total touchdowns himself. It's been absolutely insane. He's thrown under 200 yards for the past four games, I believe. Like, so, like, you know, one of those things, like, he was, they've been trash men for, the, for you know, a majority part of the season. You know, Darren Mooney's has now come up, come into the into the fold. People have been dropping him, trading him. Um, Cole Komet for the past two games had, had had each had a touchdown. You know, we dropped him probably week three um, because we knew how bad of a offense that was. Um, now those two are on a rise, and then our the running backs are just falling to the wasteland because Justin Field is the quarterback and the running back. You know, like you know, like Herbert and Montgomery for a game that obviously had the potential to have good rushing games, the rushing yards went to the quarterback instead of the running backs. So, you know, th- that whole Chicago Bear offense under uh, Infus is just it's just super confusing to me and I I can't trust any of it, you know. But you know, good for him. Hopefully he continues it. But again, next week you can definitely see if he can, you know, replicate this week's or it can just go back to his first four weeks of, of the NFL this year. <clears throat> Guess well, where Justin Fields is on uh, ranking for the season before for the you season, go. For, for the season, I'm, yeah. I'm uh, 13? Not even close. No, he's probably top five. I mean, he's top four in the one league we're in. He's top five? That, top four, yep. Top four? Just for four weeks? Well, <laughs> it's not It's not just four weeks. It's four weeks of, well, three weeks of 30-plus. I mean, he's got 30, right. 40, is it, 40. Is it three weeks of 30-plus? Yeah, Dallas. That's but, disgusting. It's three weeks, yeah. and they lost all three. <laughs> so, I mean, he's putting in work because the other team is scoring. So it's not like he can pull up. So, I mean, the fact that Chicago's allowing him to run is a great thing. Um, I don't think he was very. I don't think he was available in most leagues. I think people are still holding on to him, thinking at least I can get a bye week out of him. Um, but now people are like, it's kind of like when you drafted Cam Newton as a rookie. Mm. Um, I drafted him in my one league. First two three weeks, I didn't start him because I'm like, first off, he's an effing rookie. Yeah. Uh, but second off, it's like, how can I trust whether or not these are real, or if he's going to keep being able to throw under throw these bombs to Steve Smith? Uh, Steve Smith. And of course he did. And of course he did. So you got to like trust it. So I imagine people might have sat out that first game. They might have sat out that thirty point game in Dallas. Maybe they got lucky and they threw in Miami. But if they didn't have him in for Detroit and he's still sitting on their bench, they might as well drop him because they're doing him a disservice. Like Justin Fields is not Justin Fields is, is the comparable to Jalen Hurts because this is what I said a couple weeks ago. It's it's rather he runs for the ball, he run, he runs the ball in, or you know has the short yardage and he gets most of his points from that, or he's not throwing at all. Imagine scoring, mm-hmm. you know, he's been scoring twenty plus. Uh, fancy points had forty points in the last two weeks, and throwing under two hundred yards. He only threw threw over two hundred yards one game throughout yeah. this, whole, this, this whole this whole ten weeks. And, and he only had eighteen points in that game. Imagine. I mean, it, it just does. It's just not making sense. But you know, his past two games, he's run well over three hundred yards. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like it's 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 absolutely insane that he can do that, and it's. Ooh, I, I don't even I, I can't even remember in, in the history who who could like maybe Desha- not Deshaun Watson. Um, one of, Cam Newton is probably the last one that was able to do these type of numbers to have, but he was thrown over two hundred plus. Yeah, I was about to say he would throw. He, he well, was like, yeah, Lamar he was two hundred plus. Lamar Jackson had that year where oh, yeah, yeah. I, I he was throwing was, bombs, yeah, I or he was just running. Yeah, but he was never doing both at the same time. Yeah. 
But yeah, I don't um, know. that's crazy. We, we got maybe one more game in. I don't know if he plays Atlanta next week. But then he he faces some defenses. New York Jets. Their front line is not a joke. Uh, then he has Philly after Green Bay in the bye, and then he's got Buffalo after that. So he's got a few bad games coming up. So uh, people who have him, uh, the playoffs are going to be kind of tough for them. Um, because week 15 and 16, he's playing Buffalo and Philly back to back. Yeah, that's, I mean that's tough. That's going to be tough for him to do what he's doing against. I mean, granted, again, I don't know if we mentioned if their this, linebackers but... or their front line aren't able to keep him in and check, then he'll run right all over them. Just I don't like know. He did with if, I don't know if we mentioned this before, but if you if you have a, a, a fantasy player going against the short lines, just start them because they're just a bad defense. They really are. And, and, like, I mean, Miami, I think that was just weird how they let him, you know, even the head coach said it. Like, he, he ran to the uh, Miami's uh, sideline, and he screamed at him, stop oh, running yeah. the ball. Because <laughs> <laughs> we didn't play yeah. for you to run for 178 yards. You know what I mean? So, but Miami, Miami doesn't have real defense. I mean, if I you look at a yeah. lot of the games, yeah. they're, in blow, they're, in, uh, they're in shootouts. They were Absolutely. down like 24 points to Baltimore. They were down 21 points to Buffalo. They came back and won both of them, but not on the strength of their defense. Absolutely. It was on the out, the outsized offense of uh, the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. So real quick, to point on what you guys are saying, when I check the over-unders each week, the Lions and the Dolphins seem somewhat inflated because of what you guys just mentioned, the defense. They're usually like a couple more points above everyone else, whatever games they're in. I remember when they played, I think it was like 52 or 53 or something like that. Something crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm just like the Dolphins and the and the Lions. Like two years ago, you wouldn't watch that game. And now no they're having 52-point over-unders. All right. Let's keep this thing rolling unless you guys want to talk about any other quarterback real fast. Um. Matt Ryan, I mean, good for him. The Jeff, the Jeff Saturday effect, you know, to be honest. You're not going to see him run 20 yards every week. No, not, not the 30-yard <laughs> run. Got the amazing. red bottoms on. Um, <laughs> I would I would want to say a big F you to Jeff um, just because you you told everybody, you told all the fantasy owners that Sam Angeliger was going to start this week, and he didn't start. Why would you do that? The betters, you, you, I mean, a lot of a lot of people. I know Vegas lost a lot of money because that line was six and a half. And when they saw Matt Ryan out on that field, everybody's jaws dropped. You can't be doing that. I don't know who's just get to with the program. You have to let everybody know on Saturday who's your starting quarterback. If not, don't say anything at all. I know you're new to the job. This is not your forte, but. They're going to sue you <laughs> if you do that again. <laughs> Trust and believe. All right. The running backs. Top of the list, JT, finally. Maybe he needed Jeff Saturday slash Jeff Sunday. Saquon Barkley. And just to toot me and Lance's own horn, we have JT and Saquon in our roster up league, league of record. He led the week with 152 rushing yards. He had Aaron Jones doing his thing against the Cowboys. Dalvin Cook in that crazy uh, Minnesota versus Buffalo game. James Conner, probably just the lack of no Kyler Murray. Uh, Jeff Wilson, who got traded to Miami probably while we were away. And Tony Pollard and Foreman from Carolina. Now the head back since McCaffrey left. So the top four, thank goodness JT's back. Uh, Saquon, Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook, they're all, you know, your first couple of round picks. These other guys, James Conner, Jeff Wilson, Tony Pollard, because Zeke was out, and Foreman. Tell me what you think about these guys and what we're doing with them. I mean, with Pollard, you should have been drafted him as a handcuff. You knew, one, that Zeke was going to come back better or he's going to come back as he was last year and which was bad which was which was a bad Zeke. Um we've gotten bad Zeke again. Okay? So 
Pollard was one of the things that was an insurance. He was a flex play at best in the beginning of the season. Now he's an RB1, to be honest, in, in, in most leagues. Or, you know what I mean? For, in most people's eyes, he's an RB1. So Pollard is going to be, I think, next week is going to have the same, same impact. Um, I don't think they're going to start um, Zeke if he's healthy. I'm pretty sure this, the snaps are going to go in, in uh, Pollard's favor because you can just see the explosiveness of Tony Pollard, he's um, he was the pass catching back anyway for that offense. Now he's the running back, the first uh, first two downs and the third down running back as the pass catching back. He, I think he's going to steal that job from Zeke. I think this is going to be the last year for Zeke in that in that um in that uh, uh Cowboys uh, facility there because I don't know who that backer was number thirty four. Um, was was. Um, was it that's, that was his number, right? Um, see, baby, you're a Cowboys fan, number 34. Um, I'm blanking. He was good too, he was explosive too in the overtime. He was he was getting yards, he was running the ball hard, better than I've seen from. Oh, um, yeah, 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 I know you're talking about whatever his name is, but it just seems yeah. that the, it just seems that the game has gone past um Zeke for the Cowboys. He might need just a fresh start. Somewhere else because we you can see the future in the running backs there. So Paula for me, he's going to be up here again and again and again. Um, Jeff Wilson, very surprising because um, the coach said that they try to have the snaps go fifty fifty with Jeff Wilson and Christian McCaffrey, but you kind of seen that you know they gave it to the hot hand. Um, I think him being up here in, in the studs is going to be fluctuating between him and Chris McCaffrey because you, you, as you saw, he's in Miami. Oh, sorry, he's in Miami. I, I'm thinking about the wrong person. Oh my God, I am so I am so sorry because he I'm, got traded. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Um, yeah, this 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 girl what I said about Jeff Wilson. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, Jeff Wilson. But it is weird. You, you might. You might get a few more weeks out of him because what ended up happening this past week is they were covering Tyree Kill very, very heavily. And so they were trying to, to eliminate Tyree. And what ended up happening is they were just throwing it to the running backs. Uh, Mostert still had like 15 points. Uh, Connor uh, Wilson just ended up having a little bit more because I think he took his, uh, his, ca- uh, his catches a little yeah, bit just... further. But also their, their tight ends. Smith and uh, Gusecki were also eating, and Waddle was getting everything over the middle. So it was Tyreek got a touchdown, which if you had him on your team was still good. Likely they they have a bye week coming out of the bye. They have Houston. Um, I don't imagine they're going to be completely stopped, but I do imagine that they're going to put that their top cornerback who's doing really good this year anyway on Tyreek again or on Waddle and try and eliminate one of their options. Those running backs are there for a tool. So Wilson and Mostert will be there catching those balls and taking them wherever they can do. And if you look at this list, Pollard, Wilson, Cook, they're all in a similar vein. They're they're kind of fast twitch, catch the ball out of the backfield in some cases. That's what it needs to be. Those those Zeeks, they're they're like the Mark Ingrams in the league. They'll Mm. be on some team, but they're going to be in a reduced role, maybe just goal line. Maybe just that that short yardage. All right. Uh, let's go on to the wide receivers. We've got CD with the game of his career, I think, with 32 fantasy points, 150 receiving, and two touchdowns. Justin Jefferson in a crazy game against Buffalo. Um, and if you haven't seen this one-handed catch, go to YouTube and watch that right now. That Still was, don't understand. That how one was vicious. Like it does. It like doesn't make sense when you're watching watching it. From um, man hands. Yeah, that that was that was vicious. <laughs> vicious. You, you have uh, Christian Watson for Better Green Bay. O- o- Odell's. Yeah, Odell. Was I mean, the guy in. had two hands on it. Odell yeah. caught it with nothing on there. I mean, but, but Odell kept it in for was it for a touchdown, right? He kept, yeah, he kept, he did, yeah. cu- he did cup it in for a touchdown there. 
Yeah, but he was already at the two-yard line when he caught it. I mean, it's a totally different thing than catching it in the middle of the field and, like, So, so OBJ gets fouled on that play because I remember that one. It was against the Cowboys. Yeah, it was pass interference. He did have to twist the body. I'm saying that one's harder than the Diggs catch. Diggs is still behind Beckham's, but Beckham's is probably number two. And Jefferson's number number one. Yeah, because like if I, I'll have to give Jefferson them one too because I, I think that was like you said, he, the man had two, the defender had two hands on it, two hands, and my man just give me that. He was <laughs> like a father ripping a, a toy out of a little girl's yeah. uh, hand. Like, that <laughs> drone was crazy. That that was insane. And he's extended. It's not as yeah, if he yeah. he had it like here yeah. and he rips it. Like it was here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was vicious. Yeah. How, Justin Jefferson? Just how? Uh, then you had Christian Watson with three touchdowns, a uh, 30 point game, just getting beat. Uh, the, or the, the Cowboys secondary just getting beat by this guy. Christian Kirk, uh, Nick Westbrook, I think I said that right. Alon came out of nowhere. This man is. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, if you if you if, <laughs> if you take no, in all seriousness, like you know, one, you know, it's good to have Ryan Tannehill back, who can actually throw the ball. No, no shade to Malik, but you just ain't you just ain't ready yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So you know, he came back. Um, I don't think Trey Burke came back, but he's I think he's practicing. So in that game, again, you're going against Denver. Denver's haven't been playing well offensively or defensively, but for him, his last four games before, the, like right after the bye, the targets went two, zero, one, and then to uh, Sundays eight, and he took, he and he caught five of those, you know. So like, he's just came out of nowhere. Um, he's been in the offense, he, you know, he's had targets here and there, but today I guess it was his breakout game um, for his availability because you know. Waivers are coming up. Uh, he's rostered in 0.7 of leagues. So he's highly available. Um, hopefully you have the, the fab or the position to go get him. Um, hopefully, you know, because bye weeks are now, you know, amping up a little bit more. Always, you know, there's bye weeks only up to week 14. So you know you're going to need him. There's a super amount of injuries out there with Mike Williams and all that. So wide receivers are are a scarce place now, so definitely. Since we're on him, is this a flash in the pan game or a breakout game? I mean, this was flash in the pan, but to be honest, again, this is the first week Ryan Tannehill is back. Um, they're going against Green, and now understand this, they're going against the next four games is Green Bay, Cincinnati, Philly, and then Jacksonville. So, Green Bay, Cincinnati, Philly. If Derrick Henry doesn't go, you know, go crazy again, um, they're going to resort to 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 throwing that ball because I don't think uh, uh, Derrick Henry really did uh, did much on Sunday. No, he's definitely in the Duds category. He's definitely in the Duds category, yeah. right? So for sure, they're going to probably need some time production in the air, and it looks like that he's going to be the guy. And then just the other two couple players on the list, um, Diggs, or Adams, Diggs, and Gabe Davis. Um, Lance, Christian Watson, Chris, or yeah, Christian Kirk, any of the Christians you want to talk about here? The other guys yeah, all had so, regular games, and we know about them. Yeah, so Kirk, we already know. He's Mercurial. He's, he was like that in Arizona. It's going to be boom bust. He's the Mike Williams of that team. Um, Watson, listen, they, going, they clip- wait a second. You're not going to be <laughs> slagging off my man, Mike Williams, like that, bro. I mean, listen, <laughs> Mike Williams of old, he means you know? uh, not that old. I mean, he's not- still, he's still <laughs> doing much this year, and I'm not even talking about the injuries. And, and you got to bake that in. Mike Williams hasn't been the healthiest cat in all these years either. So, on top of the fact that he Sometimes he's targeted six times. Sometimes he's targeted none. And it's got more to do with the fact that he's not catching stuff. Watson, 
Watson had a great game. Great game. He, he's got all the intangibles except for one thing. I saw somebody say they can't confirm, but there is a question on whether or not he has 10 fingers on both hands. And I'm... Really? I'm I, I think it was a joke, a joke, but honestly, the fact <laughs> that he was dropping all those passes earlier on in this season, that's that's the, again, He's it, both those Christians, they fall into the same category. Yes, I would totally love to waste a bench player on him, but I don't know I'm going to throw him in my lineup unless I'm desperate. And I might be because Cooper Cup's out. So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It, it's one of those things where, you kind of want to go with people who are known quantities, but what we're seeing in, in the fantasy this year is a lot of these known quantities are all underperformers. So those uh, Cortland Suns, underperformer. And it's not his fault. No. He's catching stuff in the dirt. He's catching stuff that should just be thrown better or thrown by a different Russell, person. Russell's a, Russell's a waste man. Yeah. He, should, he, um, he definitely should be working for waste management. Collecting garbage. <laughs> He can, he can, he, let's, he, he, let's, ride, let's ride, let's ride that garbage truck. Yeah. <laughs> what a trash man. Jesus. Yeah. And, and he's taking down a good player with him. Yeah. But, but that's the thing. It's like, I'm keeping Cur- Cortland Sutton on my team. Why? Because he's consistent. Where should I go for a player like Watson who has the upside potential to put up 30 points? What you're going to do though, is you may live and die, but the fact that you need these players to put up those points. Because otherwise, you've got a you've got a goose egg sitting in one of your spots on your team, and we know that typically kills you. All right, well said, well said. Let's go to the tight ends real quick. We've got Cole Clement coming out of nowhere, two touchdowns, seventy-four yards. Uh, Travis Kelsey always at the top of this list. Dalton Schultz. Juwan Johnson and Faramuth, who was in for Waller and Renfro. Um, I, thought, I thought Kyle Pitts went off this week. Come oh on, God. Come on, man. We, we, <laughs> we, just, we just came back from vacation. <laughs> for real. And I left him off the does list, so we wouldn't even bring him up. And somehow he's. Why? He put up three points. <laughs> <laughs> I left him off purposely. Oh. Cole Komet, Cole Komet, um, Cole Komet and Kelsey. Kelsey's up there. Kelsey's going to be up there. Schultz was healthy, came back and played well. Um, Cole Komet, still hard to get behind that kind of player, only because at some point that that offense has to peter off a little bit. And I don't think it's going to be with Justin Fields' legs. I think it will be with his arms. and. Cole Komet is probably going to be one of the people that who who don't benefit from that. And he is kind of touchdown dependent. Um, I mean, he scored he scored five touchdowns the last three games. Yeah, it's it's is it is it going and he's had, he's seen more targets in the last two games than he has this whole season, six and seven respectively. Right. My thing is. And I think what Lance is trying to say is this 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 high that Justin Fields is on ain't gonna last. And that's including and I, I think it's more of like I think more of uh Justin Fields running game is equating to the dump off passes to um Cole Komet. Because if you see He's scoring two touchdowns. He can scramble here and there, and then Kokomek can sit in, in a in a in a zone and like feed and uh, you know just keep rushing with them, going side to side. And he can dump it off to him because these are just dump offs, you know. Like you know, yeah. In Miami, he he averaged uh, seven yards a catch, eight and, yards a catch, and, and that was it. Five catches for forty yards. Yeah. And you it, like and you you think about it, it's more of he's running bootlegs out, you know, left or right, what case may be, and dumping off for his first down because he can't because he obviously cannot throw down the field. He, you know, he's thrown for less than two hundred yards, all but one game. He can't throw down the field, so it's dump off or running the ball. He's either running the ball for scrambling for yards or he's dumping it off to someone else. And the only person you can dump off really are to your running backs or to your tight ends. And 
Kokomet has finally arisen with its targets, and he's he's feeding off of that. With last, I don't think so. All right. Uh, we don't have a lot of QB duds. Everyone kind of did okay. Um, we can kind of say Russ was a dud. I don't know if there's he's always a dud. Let's keep it moving. Let's go to running backs. It's it's it. <laughs> he, he, this man. Every, every single well, so- every single time you're trying to give him a chance and, you, and you're looking at him and, you, and like one of the things I, I I can probably feel and I can probably just mind read all the like execs at at the, the Denver Denver Broncos like facility is that our their schedule is so easy. Why are we losing these games? <laughs> like like you know what I mean like. They're they're probably so dumbfounded about how they're losing these games because of uh, the quarterback that we paid two hundred something mil for. And all what those. Was the I saw somebody say that if the the Denver Broncos had scored fourteen points in every game this year, they'd be eight and one. Oh no! It was. I, 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 I think it was sixteen. I think it was sixteen. 16. But yeah, but yeah, I saw that too. But they will the... be eight and one. Eight and one. Can you imagine that? Is all they needed. Can you imagine you paying a quarterback two hundred fifty mil, and you can't get sixteen points? <laughs> oh my god, that is oh man, man. what a, what a <laughs> waste, man. All right, like you said, we're gonna go right to the running backs because this this is my point or the last point about Russ is. I have Russ and Kirk Cousins in one league. I said I had Russ in because he had the better matchup. I can't do this to myself and put Kirk Cousins in the yeah. day before. Because you're thinking to yourself, the matchup is juicy. Yeah, well, exactly. The matchup is juicy, and I wish this is going to be his comeback game. I wish this was going to be a three-touchdown, 270 game, and I can just ride off to the sunset to the, to the fantasy playoffs with him. But every single week, he comes up to the same nonsense. Goes in the dirt, like Lance said earlier. Corton Sutton is trying to make plays, and he can't because it's just thrown into the dirt. You're out. This guy's uh, out here making Subway sandwiches uh, 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 commercials. And you, like, <laughs> come on, man. That's that garbage food right there. He's uh, something better. Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> All right, the running backs. I hurt you this weekend. I feel like most of these You know, let me know if there's someone we should be concerned about. Kamara in that Thursday night game, ETN, um, Henry, Montgomery. I'm not sure what the deal is with Montgomery. I like, is he injured? I when I'm watching the game, I see way more Herbert than. David. Then you have Patterson, Cream Hunt, and CEH, uh, Lady Goose Egg, but that's probably just because of all the running back and the wide house they got in Kansas City. So, go ahead, guys. For me, Kamara was one of the big ones. Um, coming off a great game the week before, two touchdowns, 170 yards, and then just basically sucking it up this week. Um, super surprised. Um, Am I worried about it? I hope. I like. I'm a, probably like a, or from a scale of one to ten, maybe a four, because now I'm thinking about was last week just uh was a boom game and that was it, and he, he's revert back to you know the eight points here, seven points there. So that's the only person I, I'm really like kind of kind of worried about. But the team that he's on, the team that he's on is. is... If we notice in here, right, one week they'll be a they'll be the the stud, and then next week that same player on that same team is now on a dud, and that's the Saints. You'll have Andy Dalton throw it up one week, and then he's benched the next week because Winston's coming back. Yeah. Not necessarily Andy's fault, but like, why wouldn't you go with the hot hand? Right. Tyson Hill, they can get him working as a quarterback, and then the next week he's doing nothing. Two weeks later, they get him working as tight end. The next week. He gets one pass and doesn't even catch it. Right. Uh, I don't think they know what they're doing week to week, or they're maybe their game game plan is just put everybody off. 
like, okay, that worked last week. They're going to be preparing for that. So let's give them, let's just give them seven, seven different layers of smoke over here. We're just going to go chaos on them. <laughs> Who do we've got? Let's sign somebody off the, the practice squad. So the Saints, the Saints are, unfortunately, you, you find out so late in the season that they're going to be like this. The Saints are just that type of team this year. You really don't want to touch. Maybe we should have known from last year, considering they didn't really upgrade at anything, not coach, not quarterback. Um, we should have realized that they were going to have an underperforming year. But unfortunately, that takes a player like Kamara out of it. Well, just a real quick update. Adam Schefter just tweeted that uh, Cooper Cup suffered a high ankle sprain. Um, x-rays were negative. Um, sorry, x-rays is like, were negative, so most more likely being a high ankle sprain and not a fracture or a break. There you go. Yeah, so we're looking two to four weeks still. They're, which is tough. They're not even in. Are they even in the playoff on it? I don't rate? think so. Um, I think... I, I think think they're like four four and five or something maybe something like that um four and five second in the division there you go and no four five and one they tied all right wait who's four five and one the Colts, who i i said no we're talking about the raiders i mean not the raiders we're talking about the raiders (laughs) I want to say three and six at the bottom of their division. Three and six. All right, cool. I I was like, why? I was like, why are you talking about the the Colts? I was like, (laughs) my bad. I had the I had the the wrong uh, conference up, (laughs) and I don't know why. I thought uh, Coop a cup got traded to the Colts for some strange reason. Lord, oh Oh, god, still don't have a quarterback, (laughs) but. We all we're all making mistakes. We'll come back from vacation. We're in Columbia, yeah. Not my man Steven. My man Steven went back the next day, got himself a wife. <laughs> Lord have oh, mercy. All right. Wide receivers. A lot of guys on this list were injured. Uh, Cooper Cup, obviously. Juju got concussion. Amari Cooper didn't do much in that game. Debo. Not sure if CMC is limiting Debo because now he's not that you know, typical uh, Debo, who is the wide receiver and running back that we're used to seeing. Chris Olav, Lazard, who usually gets one touchdown game. Judah got a goose egg, but DJ Moore, who was starting to flash with uh, PJ Walker, but didn't do anything this week. So, panic button anywhere here? Um, I think the, the panic button is probably going to go well, Cooper Cup, you already know. Lance just said it. It's usually a high ankle sprain. You're usually two to four weeks, and you're more on the four-week side. You, you remember, Carson Wentz had a high ankle sprain in both legs, and he was out for, he was out for five weeks, I believe. All right. Um, but besides injury, I'm not. I can't say Juju. I'm worried about because the offense is always flowing between three and four uh, wide receivers. You know, uh, Tony got his touchdown. Travis Kelsey's still there. Carl Hartman went up last week. Um, so, like, there's, there's so many uh, moving parts for the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not really worried about Juju. Um, Devo is, is probably the one I'm worried about just because you can see that the backfield is split between the three of them. And Debo's not seeing a lot of air targets, which I'm very, very, very shocked about because, like, it seems like Brandon Ayuk is now, like, number one, and which makes no sense because they they're, they pay Debo, you know? And then they've now brought in... And Debo's, you know, this the entering this year was he was going to be basically like that um, Cordero Patterson type of thing. You know what I mean? He's going to be the number one wide receiver have packages for him as running back because he's so dynamic. But now you got a guy that's, you know, dynamic than his own as the actual running back um, in CMC. So for, for me, it's like, where is Debo? Is Debo going back on the outside, you know, and just staying there? 
or is Brandon Ingram just taking over as number one? Lance, anything you want to add to that? Yeah, I listen. When Debo was what he was last year, I knew that that didn't spell good things for his receiving future. No, nobody expected him to. Well, nobody expected Patterson either to be a running back for the rest of their lives. Uh, we were wrong about Patterson. Apparently, he is still a running back. Uh, but we were semi right about Debo. Now that he no longer needs to be that running back, he needs to be the wide receiver. And they don't. He didn't exactly perform, outperform regular wide receivers if you took away the running back numbers. Um, and, and that's that's even leaving the screens in there that he was getting as the running back position. So I, I'm not too surprised, but I was always down on Debo to start with. Um, Though I think there might be a better balance still for Debo, yes. But he's not even the only 49er who's not really eating. Ke- uh, George Kittle isn't exactly doing well. He had one breakout season, and he had high hopes. And every year, everybody taking him as number three. He's seen in the top three with uh, Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey. But in reality, it's really hard to do that when you don't know who the quarterback's going to be and what kind of arm they're going to have and, and what kind of offense they're going to run. It seems like I have a whole different offense year to year. Um, and it doesn't help that their offensive coordinators are getting poached after every good year in, in the 49ers. Let's keep the train rolling with the 49ers uh, into the tight ends. The tight end does this week were Ertz, Kittle, Everett, Fairmuth, Ingram, and Dulich. Um, obviously, Ertz is got hurt and now he's you know done for the season but Kittle Everett Fairmouth you guys especially Kittle here uh was trying to pray for him a couple weeks ago but now I feel like that's I don't know yeah up I mean, in the yeah I feel, like, I feel like it's just a it's a hit or miss now it's like one of those things like these like the tight ends are just just hit or misses it you can't we can't Besides Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, Dalton Schultz, everybody else is just like, you know, close my eyes, throw the dart, hopefully I hit a bullseye. So, and I think with Kittle, it's unfortunate that he he used to be up there with everybody else um, with a guarantee. And this this year, you know, he only had three games over over 10 points. You know, and for that to happen as a draft capital when we had him going on what second round, third round, um, mm-hmm. it's it's tough to see because you're now you're just thinking now you're thinking backs like I could grab another wide receiver, I could grab another running back, and those are going left to right because of the injuries that we've had this year. So, in them being a duds, it's just a regular occurrence. Even with Pat, you know, Pat Fer- Fermuth, you know. He's had Mick Trubisky and uh, Kenny Pickett. It just it his situation is not good. You know when when he was coming on, you know everybody was picking him. You know sixth seventh round and thought he had value because of the fact that last year he had uh, Big Ben and Big Big Ben. You know really did um, make his draft capital go uh, up for this year and everybody's you know paying for it now. So, you know, these guys, for me, even whenever it's just, it just, when I see him, you know, pull up like the four to eight points, I'm like, it is what it is. When they put up more, I'm, I'm ecstatic because, you know, my blind shot to the bullseye hit. We got a couple more minutes. Let's uh, get into these starts and sits for week 11. Uh, Lance, why don't you go first, run through all yours, uh, and then Ooze, you can follow up. Yeah, so my starts and sits go around the fact that uh, you may have you may have your starting quarterbacks and your starting wide receivers and tight ends out this week, right? Because we're missing the Miami Dolphins, Jacksonville, Seattle, and the Buccaneers. So there goes Evans, Godwin, Brady. There goes Etney. There goes Christian Kirk. There goes Tyreek Hill. Waddle, both running backs, Tua, and there goes 
Ken Walker, there goes uh, Gino if you put him in, which I did this past week. Sat Brady, put in Gino, got garbage time, but he still outscored Brady. So my start, I have David Mills coming off. Um, he might be a good waiver wire pickup if you need somebody to get in there for your quarterback and you weren't really planning for this week. Um, so if you got either Tom Brady or Tua or any of those guys out, Maybe pick up Davis Mills, get him in there. Um, I'm going to go against the, the 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 team is playing a a defense that's pretty good, but I'm actually going to go and pick this running back against that defense. Minnesota's defense is pretty stout, but I think Tony Pollard and Dallas playing against Minnesota, I think they're going to be able to get him the passes, the, the screens, and get him off the not directly up the middle, but get him some of those delayed or off the uh, tackle runs that are going to get him into space and to be able to run around those, that defensive line and run around those, uh, that, into that second level, into the third level. Uh, so Tony Pollard is the start if you aren't already starting him on a week-to-week basis. Another pickup and play is a wide receiver, Darius Slayton. Been picking it up ever since they got rid of um, Tooney, ever since the Giants uh, came back it, from their bye. Slayton has been doing nine, 10 points a game, in some cases getting thir- 13, 14, depending on your scoring format. There's decent numbers, especially out of the wide receiver at, in a league this year. Um, so get him, get him before he actually starts catching touchdowns. He's doing that without touchdowns. Imagine his numbers if he's got some touchdowns going this week. Also, another person to think of is Peoples out of uh, uh, Cleveland. Another player who's doing numbers, doing numbers without touchdowns. Um, so both those wide receivers might be good pickup. Get into your starting lineup if you're missing somebody like Evans, Godwin, or you're missing Lockett or Metcalf. Start uh, this week. Keep an eye out on what's happening with Air, uh, with uh, the Rams. If the quarterback's not going to be Stafford, and we already know likely Cup is not going to be in there. The quarterback that they had in this week was dumping it off to the tight end. Tyler Higbee had a great game. So look for that uptick in his production again. So if you need a tight end for this week, look out there in the waiver wire for Higby. Uh He's available in some of the leagues I, I'm in. I just don't know his percentage. Some of my sits this week are going to go the opposite way. Justin Herbert is playing against Kansas City. Kansas City's defense is not great. They allow a lot of points. However, who is he throwing to? He's got everybody injured. We don't know who's actually going to make it back this week. Um, and if the tight end, Everett, is out too, he's really got nobody to throw it to. They're going to have to get some people in there learning the offense. He's going to have to get confidence with them. But basically, he was the only one out there who knew anything that was going on. And he wasn't able to do anything in the second half of the game last night. So look for Herbert to have a down game unless he gets two of those guys back. He needs he needs Allen or Mike Williams, and he needs Everett. Honestly, he probably needs all three for him to actually get back on the track because Justin Herbert is likely somebody you either kept in your league or you drafted pretty high, and the points he's been putting out recently have just not been there for Another sit, if he's not already been sat in your your leagues, Najee Harris. Uh, if he's still in your, your lineup, you've been patient. He's been putting up eight, nine points every now and then. But this week, I just don't see it. I think Pittsburgh's going to be behind. There's just going to be too much throwing going on and not enough dump-offs to Najee for it to actually matter. Uh, so Harris is a sit for me. Uh, another sit is Juju Smith. He's got the concussion that he's got to make it out of. But also, I, I think Mahomes is just getting better um, acclimated to the rest of his wide receivers and really trying to test out his new wide receiver in Tooney. And I just don't see Juju being the benefit of, of anything outside of that. There's not enough scraps in that offense right now. So Juju is probably going to be the odd man out, even if he does make it through the injury protocol. And another sit. Um, this player is playing against the stout Dallas defense. Uh, he still needs to get fully integrated. TJ Hawkinson, tight end. If you've got him on your team, more likely than not, he's your starter. 
but you might need to look somewhere else if you really, really need those points because Hawkinson is going against Dallas defense and their linebackers aren't aren't typically something to 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 discount there. So I expect better numbers out of him after this week, but this week is still going to be a tough one for him, especially considering he's only three weeks into that playbook after this week. Is you ready? Yeah, uh, I'll go with my starts. Um, for me, Matty Ice. Um, like like uh, Lance said, the bye week's coming up. Um, he's averaging better numbers, to be honest, than you know some of the people that we drafted, <laughs> Russell Wilson. Um, but him coming off um, the shoulder injury, missed the last two weeks. That manager was playing those last two weeks. Um, yesterday he went twenty-one for tw- he went uh, twenty-one for. 21 for 28 and one touchdown with a 39-yard rush. He this is his second game going over 20 points, but I think with Jeff Saturday bringing some sustainability into the offensive line because the offensive line actually looked a lot better. Him being offensive line himself, to being a center for 13 years, winning a Super Bowl in the in the organization as a center, he really did come in and. One thing that you know we've been saying, the reason why JT hasn't been um, performing well is that the offensive line hasn't been looking in sync at all. So I think that showed in the quarterback play as well. Um, I'll be claiming him on waivers, definitely, because I can't go with Russell or Max Stafford, who has a concussion. Um, but I think he can go really well in the next um, – he has the next four games um, that Manny Ice has – looks favorable especially like for high scoring games uh i think it's um philly pittsburgh um let me grab them officially um where am i here philly pittsburgh dallas and then he had to buy um into the fantasy playoff so definitely has the potential of going big um i think he can cut those interceptions down because of the offensive line play um, and he's, I think it's going to be a good start this week uh, against Philly. Uh, running backs. I had James Cook. James Cook got vultured twice by David Secretary. Do not let those touchdowns for David Secretary fool you. James Cook looked a lot better in offense. He's a patch catching back. Okay. Uh, the rookie took him, it took him 10 weeks to come up, come up, but he's going to be the main back going forward in the Bills offense going into the next year. He looked really, really good. You have, we have another Cook uh, dominance on our hands. Um, he stepped out on the one-yard line, and then they, they subbed in secondary for the touchdown to vulture him again. Um, the touches will come. James Cook's going to be a good start this week. Paris Campbell, another Colt. Um, we talked about him actually two weeks ago before we left. Um, him being a good uh, flex pet play um, when they're double teaming Michael Pittman Paris Cameron has come on in the last four weeks um, didn't do well in the two weeks we had Sam Ellinger but when he was playing with um, Matt Ryan Jacksonville he had 14.5 Tennessee had 18 then Matt Ryan went away he had 7-2 and two, but when Matt Ryan came back came back to life again with 16.5 points I think he's a good RB3 flex play again. Um, again, going against Philly, Pittsburgh, and Dallas. Two, actually three good defenses. Um, so those primary quarterback cornerbacks will be guarding up Michael Pittman, freeing up uh, Paris Campbell. Tight end, Mike Gritty, Mike Kuzeki. Um, Again, is a shooting, it's a, it's a blindfold, shot in the dark type of thing, but... He's seeing, again, he's seeing more targets. Tua is throwing all over the place. He, he, he's targeting, I, I think, what, what what was this? Um, uh, Trent uh, Sheriff came out of nowhere, had five targets, four receptions for 63 yards. Tyreek Hill still eight. That offense is continuing to grow under Tua. Um, so it's a hit or miss, but I, think, I feel like Mike Zicky, Mike Gritty could get himself a touchdown. He's... All he needs is a touchdown on his stat, and he, he's good for you for 12 points. Um, sits. 
Russell Wilson. I know this is an easy one, but his I pre I think yeah he's going against the Raiders, which again the Colts just went uh, Mike Ryan old Matt Ryan just went twenty one for twenty eight one touchdown and thirty eight run uh, thirty eight yards rushing. You want to think we talked about it before that the matchup is juicy, but you just can't do it. Just sit this man because he's going to fool you again and again and again and again. Um, so what was that a Thursday night game that that was the sleeper between those two? Well, uh, between uh, uh, the Denver and uh, Colts. No, the Denver. Uh, the, oh, the Denver playing the Colts. No, the, I thought no, you said they were playing the no, Raiders. No, they're playing the Raiders. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think they played them earlier on in the season or on like a Thursday. Oh, they night did. Game they, I, I, oh, so okay. Yeah, I think you. I think you're right. I think you're right. Um. I think you're right. Because they're in the same division, right? Correct? They are. Yep. They played them early. It was uh, 32-23. It's not that bad, I guess. But yeah, it was. Yeah, 32-23 Raiders. And that's the, actually... <laughs> well, I think that's one of the only games he went over 225 yards and he had two touchdowns that game. Sit on. <laughs> Settle. <laughs> that being said, settle. Okay. Oh, uh, he had a rushing touchdown that game. That probably was his best game. All he had three touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. No, settle. Bet him. Um, going it's back. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. It's a, it's a first trap if I ever seen one. Um, going back to running backs, the whole Denver running back squad. It's a shame they traded for um. They have Latavius Murray. They have Melvin Gordon. They traded for um, uh, uh, Chase Edmonds, and none of them can do anything. Like it's just such a shame. What a wasteland of of team this is. Okay, I think all three all three um, running backs rushed for less than 100 yards cumulative between them last game. Um, the only person that you, you, you kind of feel comfortable with is nobody because uh, it was almost a 50-50 split between Latavius and, and Melvin Gordon. It's a shame that the rookie, Jel- um, Javante Williams, had to go out. You, th- you thought that um, it's going to be Melvin Gordon's world. They go and elevate uh, Latavius Murray to, from the practice squad. He takes a game by himself while, you sit on, while Melvin Gordon sits on the side crying to Jerry Judy. Comes back this last week, <clears throat> rushes seven times for 24. Latavius Murray says, I could do you one better. I can rush nine times for 24. And then Chase Edmonds says, hey, I'm a new guy. I rushed two times for nine yards. And these guys weren't even in the passing game. Um, it just, it's just like it's just a waste of, of a team itself. Um, so, yeah, I'm sitting every single one of those guys. And I have all three of those guys in one league. Um, wide receivers, Deontay Johnson. Um, it's a shame that I gotta sit my man, my my uh, Lance's guy, but it's because of the it's a quarterback play and all. It's it's just been really really tough for him, especially that uh George Pickett has kind of seen the, the the touchdown targets, um, while Deontay Johnson is trying to do the hard work and get in there. Um, he had it was five targets, caught four of them for sixty-three yards, no touchdown. Um, you thought that with the absence of uh, Claypool, the the uptick of targets will go directly to Deontay Johnson, but it really didn't. It went to George Pickens. So them going against um, who are they going against this week? I'm pretty sure it was uh, Cincinnati. That defense is going to sh- shut them down. And I think it's going to be a big game for Cincinnati themselves. So that's another sit for me in the wide receiver spot is uh, Deontay Johnson. We talked about this guy earlier, George Kittle, not doing well. He only had three games over over ten points of, of fantasy points. The offense is just not there for him. They're winning games, but not in the way that they were last year. Again, we, I think we talked about this weeks ago. This. Offense wasn't built for uh, Jimmy G. You remember they threw that all out. They made the, the whole game plan, the whole offense for 
um, Trey Lance. That meaning that, you know, it was more of a run package. There's a lot more other packages that, you know, Jimmy G couldn't do, but not going back to the drawing board and getting him in there. George Kittle is not part of that right now. There are so many moving pieces with Debo, Brandon Ayoke, uh, CMC. Um, the, everything over there is just not looking good for George Kittle. So if you have another tight end out there, sit my man, George Kittle. Outstanding, guys. <clears throat> well, we did it. little uh, break there for but we came back we got through week 10 review and the week 11 starts at 6 we'll be back next week and I hope you guys are making a push to the playoffs hopefully it's been a weird crazy year (laughs) hopefully you guys can make the push but any last thoughts words Departing uh, gestures for the fans, listeners. Look at your defenses and make sure that you understand the narrative. Last week, I got burned because I had left the Patriots defense on oh, my bench. Yeah, I had Buffalo early. in. Not that Buffalo put up a bad game. 12 points out of the defense was not bad, but it was not 42 points, which yeah. the Patriots put up against the Colts. Very true. Well, it's been real, guys, from the Russell. We'll see you next week. See you.